0: Welcome to Spirit in the Schools, a show revealing the Holy Spirit through self-gift and education. And now, here's your host, Mr. Zach Coyle. Spirit in the Schools! All right, welcome listeners to our first pilot episode of Spirit in the Schools. My name is Zach Coyle. I'm your host. I am the principal at St. Vincent de Paul Here with some of my phenomenal staff, what a blessing sincerely to work with all of you and all of our staff. Shout out to our wonderful team, whoop whoop. But I'm really excited to be here today and to introduce three of my colleagues to talk to us about PBIS, that's an acronym some of you may have never heard out there listeners, but great way to see the Holy Spirit in action in our Catholic schools. So first, let's start with some intros. We have Stephanie Neese with us. Tell us a little bit about yourself at St. Vincent's, your role, something you love about our school.
1: All right. Well, thanks for having me. It's so exciting to be here. My name is Stephanie Neese, nice, and my current role at St. Vincent's is I am the talent and development teacher. So I do enrichment work with our students. I also am the robotics coach. I do a lot of STEM work in our school, and I also am the NWEA testing coordinator. So I have quite a few roles. This is my 16th year at St. Vincent's, and I have been in the classroom. Three years in sixth grade, nine years in second grade. So I've kind of been around the block a little bit.
0: That is fantastic. Thank you.
1: And I actually went to St. Vincent's. So St. Vincent's has always been home to me. And there are so many things that I love about our school. and, And that is why I came back there to teach myself. But the number one reason that I love St. Vincent's is because my mission as a Catholic school educator is simple. I want to be part of getting kids to heaven. And that's my number one goal. Amen.
0: So. Yeah. Love that. That that truly is awesome. Thanks, Stephanie, for sharing it. Thank you for all your hard work. I feel like we could do an entirely separate show on just robotics and what, what that means for Catholic schools. And it's yes. just great having your help, but we'll stay focused on PBIS for today. <laughs> okay. We actually have our PBIS coach with us, Paula Murphy. Welcome. Please also introduce yourself. Tell us about your ministry here at St. Vincent's.
2: Hi, everyone. Um, This is my 37th year at St. Vincent. Uh, Yeah,
0: that is awesome.
2: Woo! 35 (laughs) of those actually were in the classroom. So I taught sixth grade, then I was in second grade, then I was in fourth grade, and then I finished up in third grade. Um, This is my second year in my new role as the PBIS coach. Um, So obviously there's something awesome going on at St. Vincent's because I keep returning,
0: Love that. Thank you. Uh, one of
2: my favorite things is seeing some of my former students as in the parent role. Um, that's just so exciting, you know, to kind of see that full circle. Um, and another thing I just love, I just feel like it's my second family. We love to work together, we pray together, we cry together, and we just support each other as much as we can.
0: There is a lot of joy in the building. You know, this is sort of related to the idea of certainly of the Holy Spirit being with us. But I was thinking about just this week, um, you know, we had a team member that couldn't get out on the parking lot for duty and send an email out for help and and people were chomping at the bit. Yep. I've got it. Happy to do it. That is not always the case in schools. And that's, that's just one of those small things, but yet showing the grace of God. So Thanks, Paula, so much. We also have with us Stacey Heriberta. Stacey, share your role with our listeners and something you love about okay, our...
3: great. Thank you. Hi. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I, um, I'm Stacey Heriberta. I have been at St. Vincent's for eight years. Um, prior to that, I was a first grade teacher for a public school system for 15 years. Um, so it's just been so nice to kind of um, come from a public setting into the private setting, So for me, I would say one of the biggest um, benefits or one of the things I love the most would be just God's presence every day in the school and just getting to share that with the kids and my love of the faith. Um, I just love bringing that into all subject areas and just the whole community, the community in Christ. It's just such a wonderful blessing and a pl- wonderful place to
0: work. Amen to that. Yeah. Thanks Stacy. I am also blessed that as a parent myself, Stacy is teaching my oldest son. So, one thing I love starting the day out with just the Christian music is somehow both calming and energizing, which sounds wrong like an oxymoron and contradictory, <laughs> but it, but it does both things that it really centers the students but also gets them excited for for their day ahead. So, in some ways PBIS is really about that. So, that's really what we're here to talk about, but One of the goals of the show is to really help a listener hear in our concrete programming how we find God in that. And and truly our church affirms through the fruits of the Holy Spirit that we see that. So we've kind of set the stage for that. But today, this is something brand new to many listeners because a lot of Catholic schools in our nation don't have this. And it's such a beautiful gift. So can we ask our team here to kind of chime in and tell us a little bit about what PBIS means, how we use it at school, and and, uh, tell us a little bit of things you love about working with the program.
1: Well, our listeners are probably wondering what PBIS stands for. Absolutely. So let's start there. PBIS stands for Positive Behavior Intervention and Support. And I actually was part of the team that brought PBIS to St. Vincent's about seven years ago. There was a small team of teachers that went out and did trainings in in Chicago and in, in Indianapolis. And we were able to just spend days learning about PBIS and then we brought back all the information that we learned from those conferences and shared it with our teachers. And we did that in small doses at first and then used our PD, our after-school PD. And um, we were able to give training to those teachers, which was a really cool. How
0: thing. many people went with you to either to either Chicago or to Indy? I
1: think there were probably between four and five each time. There was a core group of us that always went. And then sometimes we took some additional teachers just to get that basic Training.
0: Sure. You know, and I think that's a hallmark truly of excellence and of joy that that we have people in our schools who want that training. And it I mean it's a real effort, right? We have family, so so going away to another city, I mean, certainly they're drivable, but that takes real effort. So you were in schools. Yes. And this this actually predates my arrival to St. Vincent's, which of course you know, but a listener wouldn't, right? So it's an opportunity for me to listen and learn a little bit. But you went to see how other schools are using this.
1: We didn't actually go to schools, but we went to trainings at facilities where educators that were doing this and were the experts in PBIS taught us how to do this. And we were really fortunate because there were a lot of schools there that had already been a, a year or two into the process. So we got to meet with those teachers, and they got to tell us what worked really well for their school, what sure. hadn't worked really well. And we were kind of able to go in and get some really good tips from them when we were first starting out. That's great. great.
0: And certainly for our own diocese, we, we would not have had that in-house to really learn about what, what PBIS is and how it works. So, so I think Paula can tell us too, but of course, Stephanie and Stacey chime in. So this idea of positive behavior, interventions and support, when many of us think about our own time in school... I think a lot of the time, if, if we heard anything about behavior, we might've heard perhaps like school rules or classroom rules, but it was what happened to you when you were in trouble, right? If you broke one of those rules, what was the punishment? Maybe you had detention, maybe it was loss of recess, something like that. That's kind of been a norm. This really flips it on its head in such a beautiful way. So maybe Paul, start us out with a little bit about kind of how is it structured? How do we speak about positive behavior? Give us a little bit of example about what that looks like for us at St. Vincent's.
2: PBIS is like a multi-tiered, system where there's three tiers of support for our kiddos. Tier one, we have all the students are exposed to all the different systems that the, that we have there. So for example, we teach and re-teach expectations. We got together when the, we first instituted this program and decided our three expectations would be be safe, be responsible, be respectful. So we teach, we model, we um show routines over and over um, so the kids know exactly what to expect.
0: And I think that's a phenomenal, like, to me, again, seeing the Holy Spirit present in choosing those three statements that uh, permeate life at St. Vincent's. You know, we have that for a listener, if you've not seen the campus, we have those matrices, those statements are up on posters on our walls. And uh, so they look a little bit different for how that looks to a student. How do you be safe and be responsible and be respectful in a hallway versus a bathroom versus the classroom on the way to recess, on the way to church. Were, were you part of the original group that chose?
2: I actually was not part of the group.
0: Okay, well, but you are now, which is, which is really fun. Stephanie, and, had and you I, weighed in on that in the yes, beginning? Yes,
1: yes. And when we went to the trainings, there were a variety of these, um, ours are be safe, be respectful and be responsible, but different schools had different
0: Different wordings. Um, yes, for those different three. wordings.
1: And we kind of, you know, played around with some different, um, different wordings and we just found that those really met our mission, be safe, be responsible, and be respectful. And so that's what we decided to go with.
0: And I admire coming in, there is crystal clarity about what that means. There is not a child in our school, even in the kindergarten level at our at our youngest center, that can't understand what, what does it mean to be safe and responsible and respectful. So Paula you were starting to talk about tier 1. So so within the industry for educators tier 1 is is the entire school, right? Yep. And everyone in in the entire school is called to be safe, be responsible, be respectful. So for a listener like how do we use positive reinforcement to and you were starting to say this already, but give us a little bit more on how we actually reteach that to the students. I mean, I'm even thinking a little bit about the Panther praise, which is just such, or well, Panther praise is tier two, but the Panther bucks that we use is such a beautiful so, way. So acknowledgements. Yeah.
2: Okay. Acknowledgements, um, we decided was so important. We want to, you know, give those kids that specific praise when they do do something correct. We catch them doing the right thing. We would want to start with their name. So, hey, Stacy, I saw you were walking down the hall correctly with your hands to your sides. So that we specifically... Note what Name that, that behavior. good, yeah, and then we want to tie it to the expectation. Man, you're really being um, responsible today. Thank you. And then we have these little award tickets, the Panther Bucks or Paws, some people call them, and and they get those little bucks.
0: And I think this is phenomenal. You know, I think for many listeners, you know, the idea of like, okay, well, what do you what do you do if you get a buck? Like, maybe we had a teacher that had. You know, like a rewards jar or something. And and we'll talk a little bit about class motivations because I know Stacy, you, you've got some some great ideas there. Um, but this idea of this bucks, we actually then have a school store. We where they, do. Which is pretty cool, right? So the kids yes. actually have an app on their iPad and, and they can use those bucks, right? So yes. how do we think about what types of rewards they can earn on on that store? Like how what was the development around that? How do we get there?
2: I believe we sent out surveys to kiddos to see what they might be interested in and then send them out again after, you know, a year or two to make sure we were honing in on what they really liked. Sure, Um, sure. We have many things. We have like ring pops, Hershey bars. We have like food items. That's always a good win. school supply items, like mechanical pencils. I don't know what it is about that, but they love mechanical pencils. Well,
0: they click. I mean, just the clicking alone just makes them so much better, you know. And
2: then we have like fun, like, these glitter sticky hands, you know, those things you slap against the wall and parents really don't like them, but <laughs> the kids are all about that. And then we have like Play-Doh, stress balls, glow-in-the-dark crosses are that's, really cool. That's really great. And um, Saint keychains, really I do cute. do love that. And then they can buy coupons. They can get extra recess for their class. They can um, be teacher's helper for yes. the day or Sit in the teacher's chair for the day.
0: That's pretty fun. I would and, I would have gone for that. Yeah, you know?
2: me too. I love and and I too. think if
0: they're pulling their rewards or saving their bucks for for a longer period of time, they can earn a much bigger reward, like yes. maybe a dress down day for the whole class. Is and, that you know, right?
2: We have lunch with the priest.
0: Oh, and that isn't that they phenomenal? can save up and, right. and
2: earn that, and they can contribute toward a class goal. Yeah, with the dress down day and the cookies.
0: And I think there's an element again thinking about how the Holy Spirit uh we we feel his presence there is a generosity in that you know that young children might might think i want to use my bucks for my class you know so many young kids just the nature of early childhood development oh what can i get you know and it it's that idea of like i got this but to slow down and say how can i how can i share this you know
2: and on that note last year we also added in um letting the kids donate to the charity for the year we found a donor that would match any of the bucks the kids contribu- contribute. See, I didn't even know this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We collected over $1,000 really? for our Whoa. charity.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. So yeah. what charity did it go to last year?
2: Last year, it was Catholic Charities. Great. And this Great. year it is St. Joseph Mission, I uh, believe.
0: That's right. Yeah. Our leadership team doing that. So to pause for a listener, you know, if we think about our own experience in school, and obviously it's different for everyone, but to think as a parent, so there's this formal system where where we're trained as staff to be able to name to a child a specific behavior. So I might pause here for just a minute, ask Stacy, ask Stephanie, like, you've already given out a number of bucks this year. I've been able to give out a number as well. But to really ask from you, like, share an example. Maybe we don't say the child's name, but like, where's a time that you might give out a buck for, for something a child's done uh, in okay, this school I, year? I just
3: thought of one. I mean, it happens all the time, daily. Um... So today, for example, I went in to get my salad at lunch. Sure. And, you know, a student I didn't know was, let me go ahead. And yes. so I was kind of looking in my name tag. I always keep extra. But just I turned and said, thank you so much for being so respectful and letting me go ahead of you. And so, you know, he he said, oh, you're welcome. So just little things like that. Absolutely.
0: That um, is and then, respectful. Yeah.
3: And I had a former student come in today who did buy a coupon to go to another teacher's class. So it was awesome. She, you know, came <laughs> in about and, it? and helped great. for like a half an hour. So it was awesome. Yeah.
0: That's phenomenal. So, so
3: nice to see that.
0: What a cool thing that that would be yeah. a reward too, yeah. right? Yeah. Stephanie, how about you?
1: Yeah. This week I gave out a Panther Buck to a student that came into my classroom, sat down, got out their supplies, started their bell work for me. And I just walked over to that student and I said, their name. And I said, thank you for being so responsible and getting down to work and doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're being such a good example to the other students in the classroom right now. And what's really kind of cool about the Panther Buck system is if you have a student that maybe isn't doing what they're supposed to be doing when they come into the classroom, they see you model it, the, yes. the student modeling correct behavior and you are giving them the panther Buck and naming that behavior. And then all of a sudden you see that student who maybe wasn't doing what they should have done when they came into the classroom. Now, all of a sudden you look over and they're doing it. Because it is a motivator. Right. And it's the really cool thing about it too is I didn't have to give any negative feedback to that student. You know, I didn't have to say that student's name and tell them they weren't doing the right thing. They just saw the correct modeling from the other student and got on task and you know we've learned that research shows that if we limit the negative feedback that we do give to students that's that's really important because we need to be giving them more positive feedback than we're giving negative
0: right. it is so motivating to us as human beings to feel loved and of course we're not using that word with the child in that moment but we're showing them a loving act by rewarding somebody nearby who's who's done everything right and and that kind of positive influence shaping the behavior that's that's really a goal of what PBIS is truly about. Right.
1: And then the next time that student comes into the classroom and I see that student exhibiting that behavior, then I'm giving them the panther body. And, and that's saying, such a
0: good feeling. Yeah. It feels yeah. good to see the child, you know, respond that way. Absolutely. Um, but even just the starting point there, that morning work, that can be really hard for a young child to mm-hmm. just kind of hit it from the gate, ready to go. That absolutely deserves that positive reinforcement. So, it's just, yeah. How can you not see the Holy Spirit? I mean, obviously it requires that belief of faith, but but with that, you really see the Lord being present in how we speak to children and, and motivate them. So thanks for sharing those stories. I was thinking mm-hmm. about the lunch line because anyone in education listening will know how hairy the schedule is for mm-hmm. a teacher or maybe a principal. I was also in line and, you know, you always ask permission of, of the students. It was sixth grade at this time, but hey guys, you know, do you mind if I hop in line? May I do it? Oh, sure, Mr. Coyle, hop right in. Why well, didn't have my bucks with me at that moment? But one of our other teachers did, and she heard that and and heard them being respectful and rewarded them right away. And I thought, that is so great because she was also helping me because I needed my bucks, you know, in that moment. So it's a way that we help each other too. And I I see that generosity there. So great. So Paula, we were talking about tier one, right? So the Panther Bucks is one way that we permeate our entire school's climate with positivity, with praise, with this great feedback. And Stephanie was noting how that also redirects a child that might you know, have not been at that same place. But I think we all know as parents and from our own memory in school, and if we're in education, sometimes we do find children that still need further motivation, further support. They're they're just going through a time in life where they need a little bit extra. And a beautiful thing about PBIS is that it provides us with those tools. So I know you were kind of in in the moment earlier, but tell us, so what, what does that look like for us as we think about that?
2: So that takes us up to tier two with that additional layer. You don't take any of those other supports away. You're going to add on another layer of support. Right. Some ideas we have there are um, we have a personal space camp for kiddos that can't keep their hands and feet to themselves. And I
0: love the wording for that. Isn't that cute? That's phenomenal.
2: Yeah. Mrs. Helmer is in charge of that. She rocks at that. And then we have some uh, study skills groups when we think about the academic needs. Right. Um, and then we also have a program we call Panther Praise, and you might might think of it as a check-in, check-out system.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but what happens there is the student that has been referred for that meets with me each morning and receives a clipboard. And on the clipboard, there's a list of their subjects for the day, and they go through the day, and the, the teacher connects each time and rates them a two, meaning they achieved all those expectations right. or down to a zero where they need to improve. They meet, they get feedback, they know how to improve for the next day. And then we meet at the end of the day, they come back and they see, ooh, did I make my goal? You know, how can I do better tomorrow? How can I be as good as I was today?
0: Sure. And and Paul, of course, remembers this, but for a listener, there's, there's no way you would know. So I, I was blessed to have a visit day. Uh, once once the Lord had directed me to, to come to St. Vincent's and I was so excited in the spring, So before I had officially started, and that's one of my like happiest, most joyful memories. Another would certainly be our praise and worship. So that's, that's another sidebar. But, you know, I got to see a graduation and, you know, we're kind of programmed in in society. Think about, well, graduation, you know, you're at the end of the year and you're celebrating the success. So uh, this was still probably kind of mid-May. So we weren't all the way at the end of the year. And we use that term in Panther Praise to celebrate a student who has proven successful over a, a period of time. Correct, and it, it was this incredible moment to see that their academics had strengthened, their behaviors had strengthened, and that we had a celebration plan for them. And I really, uh, to add to a listener, there's great specificity within PBIS. So one of the moments of graduation that I remembered it was one of my first time seeing PBIS in action. My predecessor, who I, I just treasure the support she's given you, know, Mrs. Clinker, asking, "What did you do, student, to be successful? What made you become successful?" And really, the child had to name that. So, thank thank you also for the intentionality in thinking through that. And so, like, did did you first hear about that, Stephanie? Like in in the Chicago presentations or India? Or is that something we decided would make sense over over trial and error, over developing it over seven years? How do we come to that?
2: I think they have developed that and put that into the program officially. As well, it wasn't like something I came up with. Right. Um, PBIS does encourage, you know, after like four to six weeks, you look back at your data, you see how they're doing. I mean, some are ready to be on their own after four to six weeks. You kind of fade them out of the program slowly and then graduate. Um, Last year I had 30 kids on the program, and of those 30, I had nine that were able to graduate. That's impressive. Of course, we keep our eyes on them, you know, to see if we need to go back and revisit. But I was pretty proud of that.
0: Right. And, and we should be, and, you know, again, for a listener, you know, we think about, well, how does a school showing the Holy Spirit help a child feel successful? Sometimes I think schools struggle with this where, where it's just, well, if you were good at your academics and you happen to get all A's and B's and, and you just understood that, well, then you were successful. Well, well, what if you weren't and, and where is that opportunity? And so what I, what I really just cherish about learning our, our climate Right here, Panther Praise is one of those opportunities, but even the Panther Bucks, right? So, Stephanie, you were talking about this earlier. So, you know, first child's in there. You see them doing the morning work. Here's your Panther Buck. The next day, whoever it was sitting next to them motivated, like there's that success story, like right, right off the gate. So I, I think it's pretty cool. And also the um, the study tables, you were talking about offering different study groups. So one of our other um, colleagues offering study tables to students at the end of the day another way to get that additional support. There's, there's so much thoughtfulness if we find a student needing further interventions. Correct. So still for our listeners, we can, we can find then a much smaller subset of students, right? That may, you know, that even the Panther praise as we're stepping in there and offering these things, starting to make an impact, but maybe not fully addressing the need that we're seeing. So, so tell us a little bit about that.
2: So then um, research says about one to 5% of the students would still need another layer of support Our tier three uh, layer. So what we would do there is it would be more of an individualized behavior plan, and we would just base that on the need of that student. Sure, it's a lot more intensive.
0: And I feel like there there can be times when we think about what the needs of a student are that we don't generate the data in schools, but PBIS really gives us that. It's a way to really know you know how they're doing. Yeah. Well, well, one fun area that I want to think about, and I want to ask Stacey a little bit about this. Another tool in the toolkit of this program is that we can incentivize the entire class as well. And Stacey, I feel like you have really become a master at this very quickly. So tell <laughs> us a little bit about how you do that for your first graders.
3: Well, I I again I think it, that PBIS has been great for the individualized um support and recognition, but it, it also is nice to have the class working together and I love that aspect too. Right. So we do simple things like a marble jar. And, you know, if they're earning um oh just you know working quietly or or working hard in the hallway or I notice that they're all walking quietly, um, they might earn some marbles for our jar.
0: Right. Um
3: or if we get a compliment from, you know, like today we walked through the hall and I think you noticed a lot of kids were
0: they were they doing were their doing their exactly sign. what they should be doing. Yeah, and it's
3: just so nice to see because then it kind of brings everybody, oh yeah, I should be doing that too. So it it's been a nice way to kind of work together as a team and you know, sometimes we work for little things like silly sock day or you know, bring a stuffed animal to school a day. It's not always filling up the whole jar, but right. it's just another way to kind of work together as a little team. And sometimes I feel like do, silly
0: sock thing is actually a much bigger deal than that. You, yeah, you they, undersold they, they, it there. Yeah, a little they bit. Love <laughs>
3: it. I know. And, you know, sometimes it's just a cohort group working together and, you know, so it's just anything to kind of make it more fun, right. mix it up. So we have lots of little competitions. Sometimes if they can beat, beat the teacher, you know, getting materials out, they earn a tally, you know, and they're racing against me. Are right. they beating my clock? Those little kinds of things that just make it more fun and, in engaging for them and it, and it helps me out too as the teacher because it
0: is fun. Yeah. That, that's I don't so great. have to
3: be like, you know, hurry up and get your stuff out They They're wanting to do it. Yeah. And they're getting rewarded for, for doing it.
0: Well, two things on my heart and listening, you know, since COVID happened, I think a lot of us in the overall world have forgotten like that simple truth that school should be fun, right? Learning is fun. And, and if we're motivating children, well, like it is a good time, like we should, it's joyful, right? So I love that you find a way to make it fun and beat the teacher and, and those kind of uh, strategies that sometimes we may not have had some of the thoughtfulness for if if we didn't have this tool. So to me, yet another sign in, in the joy it creates and the peace it creates of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. But one other thing you had said bears mention about just kind of the climate that it's helped created. Uh, you mentioned, you know, I had noticed a class and okay, great, I happened to and, and you know, uh, complimented them. But way beyond their principal doing that, you know, I think when we think about, well, who owns in a traditional school setting the discipline for the child? Well, most of us would say the teacher, or maybe the administration, but when we have a, a climate of positivity, who uh, who is responsible for sharing that? This to me is one of the most beautiful gifts St. Vincent's offers our students. It's literally everyone, literally every adult in the building shares in this, right? And has some training on it, shares in the Panther bucks, right? So you all might have some stories about like, where else could the students earn a compliment? Um, where could another staff member, you know, give them that buck or or mention to them that they were safe or respectful or responsible?
2: So we have a good response from our cafeteria workers. They're giving out panther bucks all the time. Um, just like you said, you know, when they let a student in line, they notice that and they give out bucks. It's really hard to to be on your best behavior in the cafeteria. Sure. So um, they're they're out giving those bucks out, even like the maintenance give out Panther bucks, office staff, administration. Um so really it's it's the whole community.
0: Right. And I, and I cherish that. You know, there's this idea that if if you're going to be in the employ of St. Vincent's, we're sharing in the mission, which I think Catholic schools have that by and large around the nation, but here is now a new tool to celebrate our children and to reward them and to motivate others to to achieve that. So Kind of with that in mind, I think it would be great if we could share a few success stories. And, you know, there's so many each day. I, I think we we see those little successes, like we already said. Stephanie brought it up about here's a child one day later, you know, offering that same behavior that we were looking for. But there's so many great stories. So maybe if you'd all be willing to hop in and just share some way you've seen PBIS help our students.
1: Sure. I can, I can start. Yeah. So before uh, Paula came into this role which she has done a phenomenal job. And we are yeah, Paula, she's, thank you. she's amazing. Thank she is you. A, a true <laughs> rock star at our school. <laughs> she's supported so many teachers. It's a pleasure,
0: and I think for other educators, listening just to hop in real quick, sure. so so Paula, as p b i s coach, is also an instructional coach. And so few Catholic schools have have been able to kind of get to that point where we have somebody who's non-evaluative to help us learn how we can do better at that. So, when Stephanie's talking about the joy that Paula's bringing, I mean, that's a real thing within our building, but I, I really would encourage other educators listening to think about that that coach role. So, but you were going to share a positive yes. story about how it's, how it's so affected.
1: So, before Paula was the PBIS coach, I was a part of the team that helped do check-in, check-out. So. I got to check in and check out a lot of kiddos and specifically kindergarten kiddos because in my role, I don't have students first thing at 7.15 in the morning. So I would be able to go down and check in with them because they have a hard time getting from place to place. So you kind of have to have somebody that can go to them at the beginning and the end of the day. And I had the pleasure of doing that for a whole year with some kiddos and I don't do that anymore. However, I have had the pleasure of seeing all three of these kiddos that I had in -in, check-in, check-out. They're no longer in -in, check-in, check-out. And I actually just touched base with one of the students' teachers today, and I said, how is so-and-so doing? And the teacher said, oh, my gosh, they're doing so great. So just to see the students progress and how much change can happen through PBIS and through supports that get put in place, when you see those students really grow and, you know, take accountability for their own learning, their own right. actions. They want right. to do well. It's just really a cool thing to see. And all of my students that were on check-in, check-out are not on check-in, check-out anymore and are doing so well. So see, that's a really that, cool that's thing. That's
0: exactly that, that inspiration that I was talking about, about how do we help a child feel successful? So as a five-year-old, literally trying to figure out like where do I even go like just not able to organize at the start of their day now thriving at not not even that much older of a grade yet but really thriving in their education that's awesome one other thing that jumps to my heart twice i think you mentioned the pleasure that it was to do that right yeah and so it's an opportunity for us as educators to to further our own joy In the work. And and that's just worth noting and and exciting. So thanks for sharing those stories. For
1: sure. And we really do bond with those students. I mean, And I know, Mrs. Murphy, the kiddos that come to her in the morning for Panther Praise. I mean, they those love Those kiddos her. love her. Yeah. And they know that she is 100% there for them if yeah. they need support throughout the day, which is a really cool thing to see.
0: That's something our world desperately needs, that you know as a child, somebody has your back all, all day long, they're available to help you out. So that's great. Stephanie, thank you. Paula, you definitely have some success stories I to share. I do.
2: I have a story from last year. A sixth grader honestly had been struggling pretty much his whole career um, at St. Vincent's. Uh, We worked and worked and worked with him and hoped he would reach his full potential. He was a Panther praiser. All right. And um, all of a sudden last year, something just started clicking. His teachers were praising him, always giving um, great feedback that he was doing well. Um, He was experiencing such great success. I mentioned to him that, you know, maybe it's time to start fading and you can have a graduation, you know, a party and everything. Right. And he turned at me and he gave me like that teacher eye, you know, that we give to our kids. And he looked at me <laughs> and he said, Mrs. Murphy, don't you ever take me off of this program. This helps me so much. Oh. And um, he just bolted out of the room and I was just like, oh my goodness, he can stay with me the rest of the year. <laughs>
0: oh, that's so great. You know, I feel like that that moment of love where you knew that he had felt so affirmed, that's really what it's about and, and what we want in Catholic education. But what a what a great way that we have the strategy to provide it. So thanks for sharing it. Stacey, you were gonna share one yeah, too. I
3: I gosh, I have so many over the years, but a couple come to mind. I think um one was just a little girl who, um, you know, it's not always for behavior or academics. Sometimes it's just a kiddo who maybe, you know, is a little shy and just needs somebody in their corner right? Um, to feel like they have somebody that's, you know, r- looking out for them. So um, some of those kids, I think, have really, I've noticed, grow so much just by having someone like Paula there to just kind of be in their corner and check in with them throughout the day. But... Um, one that comes to mind recently is a kiddo I actually have currently that, um, you know, had some issues last year and struggled. And just starting the year so positive and just knowing he's got that support there, it's just been great. So, you know, he's doing phenomenal. And I That's just, I, it's so nice to have, have him doing so good. And he's so proud of himself when he meets his goal. And I love that if he doesn't one day, it's okay because, you know, we start over next year the next day. And it, you know, it's a clean slate. So they don't feel like, you know, I didn't do it today. So I'm never going to do what I'm supposed to. I I don't know. I just love that it's always a fresh start. We focus on what he did well and build from that. So he has rocked it. He has. He's been amazing. (laughs) He's been amazing.
0: And I think it's just so exciting to hear, you know, that there's that underlying love that motivates when we see a child succeed like that, it, it's, that's the reward, you know, like that's why we're called to the mission. That's where we see Christ in the work. And, and this is great that we we found this tool, long predating me, that, that gives us ways to really celebrate that for our students. So thanks for sharing those stories. You know, and I think that's a great place to kind of transition. You know, one of the goals that, that we hope to do in the podcast is to think about, hopefully our Catholic schools invite a response for our students, but really for our staff, for anybody affected, for our parents, right? you know, in, impacted for the good by Catholic education, inviting a response to Jesus. And I truly believe that PBIS does that. And it's, and it's really shaped that in my own heart. So I hope we've given some taste of that. But if somebody wanted to learn more, you know, hey, I'd never heard about this. I've, I am a teacher. I didn't even know it existed. I'm a parent. I never heard about this, right? For my own career, you know, certainly I'd heard of it because you you find out certain norms as you're in administration around the nation and things. But again, I, I do believe we're the only Catholic school in our own diocese, and so many Catholic schools are still um, learning about PBIS or don't know about it. So if somebody heard this, was curious to learn more, Paula, I think you might have a few ideas or tips, like where could somebody go to find out more about this model and how it works?
2: Well, I would say the first thing would be Google PBIS sure, right, and and do some research and reading there. But specifically, um, there are a couple of websites that I really have benefited from reading, PBIS.org. Okay. And then my favorite one is MidwestPBIS.org. Great. Um, I've actually attended like virtual seminars through there. They have videos and just a lot of information to help.
0: Great. And in particular for other educators in the area, you know, if you're hearing this, if you're a parent too, and you're curious about what it means for us, our contact information is on our website. So you can look at saintv.org get to our school side and and find us that way. So yep. you, can, Paula, you, would you can contact
2: me, Paula Murphy.
0: That is awesome. At
2: stv.org.
0: Thank you for sharing it. I, yeah. I really do um, hope that the Lord might invite that response and you, and you might hear from others. And emails are listed uh, as well True. on our school website. You can find Stephanie
2: so. and Stacy. <laughs> yes, there. we are all there.
0: I'm on it too, which is fun.
2: They are awesome. I love working with you guys. Thank you so much for all your support.
0: It is a joy. You too, Zach. Thank you, Paula. So I thank you all for being with us. And, you know, for our listeners, as we continue to look for ways that the Holy Spirit is present in our schools, PBIS is certainly one. And we'll have a few more opportunities to look at that in other facets in other schools around our diocese and, and other places around our diocese, not necessarily even just in our traditional grade schools. But, again, if you are curious about PBIS, please check us out on our website. Paula shared some more examples and certainly starting with Google. I think it'd be great if we close with a prayer and thank our listeners for being with us. So let's turn to the Lord now. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord God, we thank you and we praise you for the gift of Catholic education and for filling our schools with the life that comes from your Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit to all of our schools. Fill us with the fire of your love. Help us to serve you well and may our work continue to grow your kingdom with great peace and joy, amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Until next time, thank you for being a part of the pilot episode of Spirit in the Schools. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop.
2: Love that. (laughs) Love that.
0: (laughs) You've been listening to Spirit in the Schools. Zach Coyle has been your producer and host. This episode was edited by Tony Marks. And for more information, go to Spokestreet.com slash spirit. Spirit in the Schools.